Welcome to Life Skills 101, Skills for a Digital Age, sponsored by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and True North Homeschool Academy. True North offers live online classes, clubs, ebooks, and more. From special needs to parent classes, True North builds a community through digital format in an age of loneliness and desolation. Our host, Lisa Nearing, is a homeschooler with five kids who was homeschooled with her husband, Dr. David Nearing, for 27 years. They are committed to equipping fellow homeschoolers and Christians with the tools they need to navigate a complex world in need of a savior. Now, without further ado, Lisa Nearing. Hey everybody, this is Lisa Nearing with True North Homeschool Academy. Today I am on podcast episode number 62 on Life Skills 101, Life Skills for a Digital Age. And this is a series called Life Skills, Authentic Values. And in this episode, we're going to continue the discussion about the Declaration of Independence and who we are. I'm joined again by my husband, Dr. David Nearing. Hey, David. Hey, Lisa. It's nice to be here having this conversation with you. It's important stuff, isn't it? It is. It's good. Um, in the last couple of um, podcasts, we've been talking about synthetic and authentic values and last week, we talked about um, the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, Articles of Confederation, how they established the country, natural law, and who we actually are. <laughs> right, yeah. We covered a lot. <laughs> right. And as I say, you know, from what I read there, neither the Constitution nor the Articles of Confederation established the actual country. They gave the legal form, but never actually established the substance the substance was determined in the Declaration. In, in issuing the Declaration, the we was formally defined by representatives of the citizens of each of the colonies who up until that point were largely independent of one another, though legally speaking, though dependent on the British crown, the British empire. The we that was explicitly created in the Declaration was comprised of those colonial citizens that on the basis of that foundational sentence and on the rest of the values expressed in the Declaration, were clarifying and asserting the rights, responsibilities, values, and basic understandings were fundamental to the understanding themselves already as citizens of the British Empire. These were, they were saying, these are the values they already had mm -hmm. as uh, citizens of the British Empire. Mm -hmm. So, they, right, they were citizens of the British Empire. They felt like their values and who they were was being ignored by the crown. Right, right. That what These values were already in place, and that's what defined themselves as British citizens. It was the values understandings based on natural law that defined who they were in their minds as British at that time, and that commanded their higher loyalty. The, the whole point of the liberty was to enact those values and understandings. The values expressed in the Declaration were essentially also the, resol the resolutions of the First Continental Congress, and the colonists had been asserting these since the, that time in an attempt to hold the government of the British Empire accountable, based on that transcendent value system. So it's not that these values were new and defined. They had been in play for some time now, but they thought that they had understood that these were part of who they were as British citizens, and the, they saw the British government as undercutting and violating these principles and values that were intrinsic to their identity. A lot of these British people came here believing that they would be treated like the persons that they were in England. And so it was really a violation of who they saw themselves as. But in doing so, they created a place for all men and women. Well, precisely. I mean, 
uh, again, the, 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 the colonists were just that, colonies, extensions of that original mm -hmm. empire, that original country, and represented the full range of society that was the case in, in, in the country back in Britain, with the exception of the actual royalty. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the nobility and others had their family members here in, in the United States. But the thing is, is that the, the reaction they were expressing in the First Continental Congress was a result of the contradictory actions and doublespeak that they understood as coming from the British crown as it related to their role as a state with a charter and their, their relationship to the British parliament. So they understood that these values and understandings were part of who they were to be as British subjects, okay? But they saw that the British government was not indeed treating them in a manner consistent with those natural law principles and rights and values and understandings, okay? So they were trying to hold the British government, the crown and the parliament accountable. However, what started out as an attempt to hold the British Empire to account for what the colonists understood as the British Empire's own values progressed in the face of the refusal of the crown to be held so accountable. And that led to the declaration of renunciation of allegiance to the crown in favor of fidelity to and identifying with these values, okay? And so those values were indeed natural law values and understandings. And mm -hmm. that's what they were ultimately faithful to. Mm -hmm. So was that the actual Declaration of Independence then? That was what the Declaration of Independence was. They were declaring their independence from their fidelity to the crown. They were, they were declaring independence from the parliament and the crown in favor of a higher value system, which was God and natural law, which was the whole point of the crown was supposed to be subject to God and natural law. Mm -hmm. Okay. They said, since you're not following through on your function, you're fired. Hmm. Okay. You know, because you they... make it sound so easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's not confuse simple with easy. Right. Okay. Right. I, the, the, the principle is simple. The, the process was extremely complicated mm -hmm. and, and highly involved. Okay. Mm -hmm. But in the end, that's what it was all about. Okay. So this was the Declaration of Independence from the British Crown in order to pursue government based on natural law, understandings, and values, based on those transcendent principles as it states in it. And in so doing, the people who pronounced this became a new we. This we was formally named in the next document, the Articles of Confederation, the people of the United States whose fundamental operating standards were later laid down in the Constitution. So those are the rules of the game is in the mm -hmm. Constitution. But the game itself is defined in the, the Declaration. So as a country, when we talk about we, um, some of us are referring to the we in the Declaration of Independence. We the people of these United States. Well, we the people of these United States is honestly, authentically only expressed in the principles and values of the Declaration. Mm -hmm. There is no American we that's authentic that's apart from that. So and if so, you're an American... If you're, you're an American... You're an American... You are to recognize the values and principles and understandings of the Declaration as fundamental to who you are. Mm -hmm. That comes with the country. And so if you live in America and don't agree with the Declaration of Independence, are you saying you're not American? I'm saying, Houston, you've got a problem. Mm -hmm. Because that we now has been broken. There's no longer a we. Mm -hmm. Okay? That we is defined by the Declaration as further clarified in both the... the uh, Articles of Confederation, and then the Constitution. 
Okay. Now I want to note here, the colonists have been talking about constitutional actions since the time of the first Continental Congress in 1774, two years earlier. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then, it was really just a matter of months. It wasn't like years before. Well, uh, two years. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Which 24 months. Okay. Um, but this this referred to the, you know, it may not have been exactly 24. I'm not sure the month it was, but it was in 1774. But this referred to the body of writings and documents when they talked about unconstitutional then in in the First Continental Congress of 1774, unconstitutional referred to the bodies of writings and documents that was constitutional in the British Empire, okay? Mm -hmm. That wasn't what would come later. And so at that point in 1774, they're still talking as loyal British citizens, albeit with these very serious complaints about the British crown that they wanted rectified and held accountable to. Mm -hmm. So now we're talking about we the people. Right. Now we the people then becomes in the Declaration is you know, 1776 and later in the time of the the uh, Constitution, this new we is articulates a new and clear constitutional definition. And they did this in the early American uh, Republic by writing an actual constitution. Mm -hmm. Okay. British Empire didn't have a single written uh, constitution. But that writing that constitution did not establish the we. Okay. It's the rules of the game. The Constitution only clarified the rules by which the we would operate and so continue being that same we. So the Constitution did not establish the we. It had already been established in the Declaration. Mm -hmm. I want to just bring this all back to how we parent and as homeschoolers, what do we think about all this? Because it's one thing to agree with we the people. We're all part of the United States. And yet our kids are really growing up in a digital world that is very global. I think you're the one who mentioned the article where our kids have more in common with other kids their age across the world than they do with the parents in their own home. Precisely. And so that identity, that that we that we a country. Right. You see, there's exactly the issue right there. The we that the kids are identifying with may have nothing to do with we the people in the declaration. And so we get to this question of what's important. Is fealty to a country important? Well, the country is that system that actually allows the manifestation and application of those authentic transcendent principles that makes for a dignified society that America has been to planet Earth. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that if, if we get away from that, <laughs> and then we, we can't be that. And we, we actually have had some foreign language teachers who have been part of countries that are communist. And they are very glad to be living in America as we, the people of America. They're proud to be an American citizen um, because they came from a tyrannical government that was oppressive. Um, they saw people die uh, for lack of medicine or food or or unrest. It's real simple. If you're not proud to be an American, you don't understand what America is. It's just that simple. 
okay? The fact of the matter is, is that the American Republic is predicated on those values and understandings that are basic to being a human, that are, that are mandatory to have a dignified society that respects human beings. Okay, so hold up. <laughs> because we hear this all the time. But what about all the egregious errors of America? And I want to just say, you can have two thoughts and feelings about a place at the same time. And I think we lose sight of that, that you can recognize the fact that America hasn't been perfect and still be proud to be an American. Well, it's you, not either or. Right. You just said it yourself. You said errors. Well, you don't know an error unless you know what the correct answer is. Mm -hmm. What we're talking about here is basically, oh, that you know, sounds very educational. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're talking about, you know, the, the answer key here. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about performance on the test. Right. Okay. Is that people are confusing. Okay. I love that. We're talking about the answer key. Right. This is the ideal. Right. It's, it's the correct answers. The ideals. What America is, is the answer key. Mm -hmm. What America, Americans have done what Americans have done. America had, didn't actually fight the, the, the World War II. Americans did. Right. Okay? Americans either did made right choices or wrong choices, did good things or did bad things. Okay? That's located in a time and space. Okay? America is based on the ideals and values and principles of the Declaration, which in turn are predicated on natural law and authentic values. Mm -hmm. Okay? Americans have done these things. America has not. Mm -hmm. Okay? And so, you know, being, if you don't, aren't, I, if you aren't, I think our grammar teachers would be really happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would hope so. But language is important. Language is important. You know, and the thing is, is that being proud of America is understanding what America is. If you want to understand America, read the founding documents, such as the Declaration. Okay. If you want to understand what Americans have done, well, okay, now read history. Okay. Those are two different things. And so being proud of America is different from being proud of Americans. You still can also be very proud of Americans who have largely, up to this point, walked out what America has been as a general rule. Now, are there errors? We are talking about humans here, okay? We are talking about people. Of course, people make mistakes, just as students on a test don't get 100% every time they take the test, because if they do, they shouldn't be in that class, okay? But the thing is, is that the answer key says what the essence of the subject is all about, okay? And so, yeah, we're not talking about he people here giving a pass on every wrong thing that ever, ever was done in the name of America, but we're also saying, let's be clear what America actually is, and that's where the problem is now. The problem is, is because there's been uh, poor performance on the test, people now are coming up with all these different answer keys. And once you've done that, you no longer have a class. You have a mess. Mm -hmm. So what practical help can we give parents, homeschoolers, intentional families who are really working to keep the idea of we the people alive and well? Because the idea of America is a beacon of hope for people around the world. Well, it's a beacon of hope for people and some around the world, some here. Okay. But the thing is, is that number one, I think, as we said last time, Read and studies the founding documents, Mayflower Compact, Articles of Confederation, Declaration. And I want to give a big plug to any class taught by Adam Prusen at Turner North Homeschool Academy. If you want your students to really understand the founding documents and history of America, you should not miss any classes by Adam Prusen. And, and I say that because I've had my kids in his classes and they are incredibly challenging 
um, not so much academically that there is that too, but they really challenge the students to think deeply and in broad ways about what it means to be an American. So reading the founding documents, but also being clear who you are and, and teaching your children who they are. That means teaching them first about their families. And, uh, you know, anybody listening to this podcast has reason to be proud about some aspect of your family history. You probably also have things about your family history you're not so proud of. Fine. That, again, that's take a number, get in line. We all have that. Okay. But the fact of the matter is there are things about our history and our family history are things we can feel good about and we should take great, great uh, pride in that while understanding that, again, let's, let's keep it balanced against other deep values. It's not the greatest value, but it's a value, okay? But secondly, beyond your family history, also talk about, and your, your family ethnicity, is also talk about, um, more importantly, your faith. You know, who you are as defined by your faith. You know, again, Judeo-Christian religions define identity on the basis of our relationship with God and our connection to God. When you're a Christian, that is your identity, first and foremost, is your connection with God, and don't you let anybody get in between you and God in understanding that identity. And you teach that to your children. Nobody else gets a say other than God as to who you are in Him, okay? Well, and I think that really gets to the issue of hardness of heart. That, that can be a subtle thing that can sneak up on you where all of a sudden you don't have that personal relationship between you and God um, because hard things happen, terrible things happen. Bitter things happen. And so you have to keep remembering. It has to be daily basis. I mean, God is telling us that throughout Scripture. Remember, 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 remember. And we have to continually remind ourselves, testify to ourselves about the good things God has done in our lives. Clearly, because the thing is, life brings events that are designed to alienate you from your connection with God. That's what it does. And we will always struggle with that alienation. There is something that gets wedged into our hearts that we didn't see and we didn't understand that, in a sense, alienates ourselves from ourselves, from God, from others in the wider world. And so working through that is an essential part of being human. And yet it still remains that God is and he loves us and he's acting in our lives and it's important we do not participate to the extent that we can avoid it from anything that gets between ourselves and God. Mm -hmm. So our identity and who we are in our relationship with God is secondary fundamental. Mm -hmm. Thirdly, we have to be clear that there's a lot of folks out there who don't, in fact, share these authentic values. That doesn't mean we go around pointing out and making accusations and and re, you know, rejecting people because we don't judge people, we judge actions, okay? We're not judging personhood. We are judging words and actions. Or Why? lack of words and lack of actions. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, that's another way of, of saying the same thing. But yes, thank you for the, pointing that out, is that we're not being judgmental on personhood. We are making judgments about actual values, first and foremost with ourselves, Okay first within our own hearts, and then secondarily in our relationship with others. And then we engage in the process of listening, hearing, valuing emotions and feelings, and then negotiating out understandings predicated on facts and principles that are authentic and true. Mm -hmm. That is a process, and that takes time and effort and investment. But that's what it means to actually have truly human, dignified relationships predicated on these authentic values and understandings. Mm -hmm. So when we listen to our kids and we talk with them and we say, this is important, 
And then we say to them, look, there's a lot of people out there that, yeah, they're not that interested in that for whatever reason. It's not because they're horrible, monstrous people. It's because whatever their story is, they're not enacting out this fidelity to these values and these principles and the understandings. And we too will be tempted and often find ourselves in life falling from that. Why? Because their principles and values, they're not realizations and realities in how we actually choose because, again, we're human beings. We all take a number, we all get in line, we all struggle with this. It's just life. And yet it still remains that these are the things that God calls us to, to be who we are intended and designed to be. It's what is required to be human and dignified and good and just and loving and decent and see beauty. I really wish there was a curriculum I could just say, hey, at the end of all this, uh, buy this book. Go through this book with your kids. There's a simple study guide. It's not simple. Um, being part of a committed relationship with a person or a country or a God that is alive is just, it's complex. It is. It's multifaceted and it takes a lot of effort and work. And you don't ever get to a point where you're done until you're dead. Well, I agree, but I, I would say three things. Number one, uh, that's what the classical education, the Great Western Conversation was all about. Mm -hmm. It's like education. It's yeah. all of it. But secondly, it's also predicated on an understanding of Christian living and growing and maturation. You know, di Christian discipleship has always been about this. Mm -hmm. And the third thing now in the area of Christian psychology, of which I'm a part, Christian psychology is all, all, all about getting these specific skills for growing in relationship and understanding and hearing in, in valuing interpersonal relationship in a way that allows us to be healthy and loving and kind and decent and just. That's what the whole point of it is. And so all of those things, it's not sort of a, a curriculum. It's sort of like education, mm -hmm. you know, all of it. But the thing is, is that this isn't something that you wrap together and get done, you know, sort of in one semester. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a lifetime learning approach, but it starts with the Bible. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible is, in fact, a clarification and a codification of these values that come from God's design. And it's the stories about what happens when people drop kick those understandings. Okay, how that turns out. I want to just pause for a minute and just remind people um, just kind of like how education takes place really well is initially when you go over something, it's, a, it's an overview. You're not familiar with it. It's going to seem complex and complicated and confusing like the first time you read Genesis or the first time you read the Declaration of Independence. It's written in language that might be complex, a lot of clauses or Middle English or whatever, but it's not familiar to us. And you have to let your brain just get familiar with all of that complexity. First time is overview. It's just, you're just overviewing it. Your brain's not familiar with it. And then you go over it and over it and your brain gets familiar with it. And pretty soon after you've done it over and over, just like you've read Genesis 10 or 15 or 20 times and you've studied it and you've looked up words and you really get into it, then you get mastery. But if you expect to have mastery on some of this complex thought and ideas the first one or two times, you're not going to do very well. You're not going to be there. Well, you're not going to understand what your task is. I mean, any any adventure or journey, the first day is always confusing. You're, mm -hmm. you're getting used to things. You're getting used to the rhythm of the journey. The map and but, yeah, <laughs> holding it precise. right side what, up. All Where those do you find things. your water? Right. It's all over. Right. But once once you get on the journey and you learn the rhythm of actually going on a journey the rhythm of the journey itself becomes familiar to you, and yet there remains all these surprises, mm -hmm. good ones and negatives. That's what an adventure is. Mm -hmm. if, if, you're going to be, if you're going to be fully alive, if you're going to press into what God has for you in life, it's probably going to be adventurous. Right. Now, 
life as an adventure does have those boring, tedium, tedious times. That's part of it too. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and that's it, education it, as well. And then at a certain point, you become the guide. You become the one taking other people on adventures. So I just want to say, just as a point of encouragement to you as you're reading the Bible or reading some of these documents from American history for the first or second or fourth or fifth time, overview, familiarity, and then mastery. But don't expect mastery right off the bat. Right. You know, that's whenever I, I have somebody who's new to the Christian faith, I always, I don't refer them to a regular Bible, a translation. I refer them to a paraphrase. But then I also add that, and after you've read through the paraphrase once or twice, then actually work in a translation. And if you've done the translation, then you might be ambitious and start looking up words in the original language. Mm -hmm. And then if you get really crazy ambitious, some people actually want to start learning the language itself. Mm -hmm. Okay. But that's the whole process of digging in and getting to know it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this has been some great discussion about who the we is and the United States of America. David, thanks for joining me once again. Always a pleasure, Lisa. It's a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. Um, Next time, we're going to talk about the founding sentence of our republic. This is Lisa Neary from True North Homeschool Academy. We're so glad that you joined us here again today. If you have friends who are homeschooling in the ministry, leading and working towards the redemption of others, we would love it if you shared this podcast with them. Also, we would love to hear from you. Leave us a comment, a question. Um, We'd love to have a conversation with you about these podcasts and this series. And as always, if you're not on our mailing list for True North Homeschool Academy, please go to the show notes and sign up. We'd love to have you as part of our community. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks a lot. We're so honored that you're listening and that you share this podcast, Life Skills 101, with your friends and family. Every time you share the show and post about it, it really makes our day. Make sure you subscribe and download this podcast so that you never miss an episode. You can subscribe so that you get alerted to each and every show. Leave a review for this podcast, Life Skills 101, Life Skills for Digital Age. We're so honored that you're listening. Until next time, this is Lisa Nearing from True North Homeschool Academy. We'll talk to you soon.